It's 6 a.m. Rise and Shine. Let's talk sports and welcome to The Grind. And good Thursday to you, and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jeff McIntyre as we grind it out here on a Thursday edition. Jeff, welcome in. Uh, another uh, another nice morning. Cool outside, hot inside. Yeah, and the thing is, it's it's going to warm up today, too. It's, it's supposed to be a really nice day. I'm afraid, like, between, you know, I, I told you about the, the tables I was going to finish yesterday. Yeah. The whole, you know, when I have time, things that you you pretty sure you're never going to have to do. Yeah, I'm having to do those now. But the tables I was going to redo uh, yesterday just got pushed out. It didn't happen. Well, you know, I mean, pandemic. I mean, you gotta you gotta <laughs> cut things here and there. <laughs> oh wow, buzzwords. Pandemic. Pandemic. Yeah. Uh, but also, I got to pressure wash my uh, my little back patio. So that'll probably be on the. Hey, it's a good couple of days. I think the high today is like seventy something. Tomorrow it's in the eighties. See, that'd be good. And I don't think it's supposed to rain anytime soon. That'd be good. I don't know how that's happening. Yeah, well, we're out. <laughs> we're out. It's like toilet paper. We ain't got none. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, uh, crazy couple days. You know, I was out a little bit yesterday, and, and of course I sanitized inside, outside, everything, you know, whatever. It's the way uh, to do it. That's, I mean, you got to. You got to. But I, I was out a little bit, and I'll be honest with you, and I don't know if it was the pretty weather or what, but everybody was out yesterday i if i hadn't if there wasn't empty shelves at stores i wouldn't have known anything was going on it's hard because you know that's it's just everybody's programmed when the weather's not so good you just kind of yeah i'm not feeling anything today well when the weather starts turning it starts being nice what's the one thing you want to do get out of the house well and the thing is it's stir crazy you know yeah the whole spring break was last week like i took wednesday thursday friday off work uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So I mean, I'm turning, you know, I'm I'm you know year you know day eight of this this journey. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, which you is I started it. Yeah. I mean, I, it's ideal. But uh, at the same rate, I'm like, well, I've already cleaned under this. I've already cleaned that. I don't really. I'm not a. I don't have any repainting jobs that I want to do. I mean, there's probably some that I could do. <laughs> But uh, I know you've you've been painting, oh. so maybe maybe it's it's kind of like I told my little brother when we moved we moved him is uh, he hated it like like that was like the bane of his existence was moving oh. and I was like man we are start a moving company yeah and he was like no so I'm telling you you should start a painting company that is the one thing I absolutely hate to do is painting really I mean I loathe it Bad. see I, I'd put it right up there with folding clothes out of the dryer. I would rather like do that. I hate. And the time it takes me to paint a room, I would rather have folded all that laundry instead. Yeah. Well, I could see why. I just because at least it's in your wheelhouse. It's not up or down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, up, down, up, down. <laughs> uh, paint over the ceiling. Oh, look, cool. I've got paint all over my face from painting uh, the ceiling. I feel like that's a that's gonna eventually, if this pandemic continues, it's gonna be like what's the the three most hated tasks during said pandemic? Painting. 
Yeah, we'll be up I there. That'll be that'll be one we'll put together. But but Jeff, we we kind of left a, a little meat on the bone there Tuesday about the I Racing League. Yeah, you know NASCAR, and I know we're four days removed, so maybe maybe we're going to rekindle something. But um, NASCAR put put together an I Racing Pro Invitational uh, where they raced at Homestead Miami Speedway on a video game. Uh, and, and they had all the, the, the drivers. They had Timmy Hill. They had Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jimmy Johnson, Denny Hamlin. Uh, and, and it was, I don't know. Like, I've heard mixed reviews, and that's why I wait a couple of days normally to talk about it on here is because I'm really interested in what the consensus is. Again, this is fans' perspective, so I'm trying to get the fan beat before I just give one person's opinion, right? And And – I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard a little bit of love. I've heard a little bit of people going, you know what? It was something in the face of nothing. And that's kind of the side I sit on. Yeah, I have to agree. It At least they're trying, you know, and they're doing something. They're putting out some kind of product. And, I, and it sounds like a lot of the drivers got together on this and just kind of was like, you know what, this might be fun. And then, you know, uh, NASCAR kind of got behind it and some other people, I think Fox got behind it. And, yeah. you know, now it's going to be something, like you said, in the face of nothing. So, you know, have some fun. They're going to. Well, and what what cracks me up is it, it, it's just the old thing. Like, I remember, I remember 15 years ago, there was, a, there was a, a Bristol situation where I went to the cup race but before the, the nationwide race, or I think it was Xfinity at that point. Uh, no, it was nationwide at that time. It's Xfinity now. Uh, but there was a uh, there was an old-timers race, and it had uh, uh, L.D. Ottinger. Do you remember? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Had, he's, from, he's from Newport. He's from my neck of the woods. No kidding. But, uh, uh, yeah, I went, to, I went to high school with his granddaughter. Long story. But uh, anyway, L.D. Ottinger, Rusty Wallace – uh, uh, a resting. couple, a couple other ones, uh, and, but it was like a little pro stock kind of deal. They had them a little car set up, but you could tell it was, it wasn't even to the Xfinity level. I mean, it, it had yeah. some good horsepower, but it could get around Bristol, but it wasn't going to be scary. Kind of reminds me of the, the, the IROC series when they used kinda, to do that. Kind of, but it had the same body as a, as a NASCAR okay. car. But, but what happened was, is, is because again, growing up in, in Newport, LD pretty much just talked to him, told him kind of how he wanted the seat set up, wanted some, you know, I usually rode with the front, you know, front right corner, da-da-da. You know, he had some he had some settings that he went to on at Bristol. I mean, I think anybody has their go-tos, right? Sure. But he really just talked to the engineers on the phone, may have went over there once or twice, sat in the seat, uh, did a, you know, maybe turned a couple laps on a test track. No big deal, right? So then you're hearing about what Rusty's doing to the deal. So he 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 went and got his car, took it to the wind tunnel, uh, did all this stuff. He 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 had this one-off seat made, and and it had all this like cooling in the back. And and we're talking a thirty-lap shootout. I mean, we're not talking like hours on the track. Hey, he's a winner. Well, he he ended up winning. He ended up wrecking LD, but LD uh, LD uh, ran away with him for a while. Uh, and then he just he just kind of hey, got, Rusty got a little owns loose. Bristol. <laughs> he is a Bristol man. If you can't tell, Jeff is a Rusty Wallace fan. That is true. He's a deuce man. But uh, you know, here's the here's the deal. I just thought it was funny. You know, and and I, I said all that to say this is when you started looking at they they had videos or webcams or whatever in these drivers' homes, and and when they would peek in, you saw the full gamut. 
you saw guys who basically had them look like a sawhorse from your shop and had the the steering wheel mounted to it and had like a little step plate down there for for the pedals and and you saw sheetrock like unfinished sheetrock in the background and 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 it was full-blown garage band you know what i'm saying it was on the weekends this is what i do kind of stuff but then you go to like uh the, my favorite one was either Denny Hamlin or uh, um, Clint Boyer. And Clint Boyer, I expected it to be in his garage. I was kind of let down that it was actually in a room. Like, it was in a nice room. He was wearing a polo. That doesn't surprise and me. And I'm like, I'm like, this doesn't fit. But I, no, he was I in I think there. I've always seen him in a polo. Yeah, but Clint Boyer, he came off dirt. I was expecting him to, like, literally, I don't know, like, have simulation of dirt slinging. <laughs> like, I, I felt like he was going to go all out. But but anyway, it was in, like, a black room with some red trim. You know, it was just standard. But uh, and then Denny Hamlin had a full-blown, like, I mean, racing getup. I mean, it had, like, speakers over his left and right shoulder. I mean, it had lights. Awesome. I mean, the whole deal. I can't lie. I would probably do that, too. I mean, it... Oh, it would end up there. Like, ask yeah. Laura. Like, I never... Like, it's one of those... I mean, it's just like yesterday. You know, I, I guess I'll just share it out there. Bought a gun safe. Woo-woo. Yeah, I mean, pretty good deal. But I went to buy a a significantly smaller gun safe. Yeah. And then you show up and, and, and she's like, that's not what you went to get. And I went, yeah, I know. Well, but I mean, you, you look at it and you're like, well, this one for this price adds this many, this one for this price adds this many. And then you just go with what's the better deal. What one spoke to you? Yeah. Well, and, and I'm just, I don't know that ever a, a racing rig in my, in my bonus room would, would speak to me, but I, I think I could make a really good story. for Probably. It. I could justify it. I, some of the stuff I was reading in the article was like some of these guys spent like thirty five hundred dollars <laughs> on on these rigs, and they did it in like if you were if you were an i racing person, and you had stock in it, man, that was the time to buy it because they spent some serious money in a very short amount of time to set these things up and get them ready to go. What cracked me up was is is the uh, the commentators. Like you can take the the you can take the commentators off the track, but you can't take the track off the commentators. So. Every time there would be a caution, because there was inevitably a lot of cautions, because like Jimmy Johnson was terrible, like yeah. he was terrible. I heard there's a lot of wrecks. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of uh, kind of n- nodding, and so Dale Junior. Dale Junior. is like a big eye racing guy. Like they say, he's like known in the sport. Wow. And I'm doing that with the quotes. In the sport for a guy who can save his tires. Because this sim- <laughs> because this simulation is a uh, like legitimate like as close to the track as you're gonna get right and uh, and, and so anyway so he he's really good Jimmy Johnson's really bad Clint Boyer's done it a few times Denny Hamlin had raced a couple hundred races I think they said that with this last win he was up to thirty one yeah and, and and that's about what he's got in the Cup Series so <laughs> that's uh, true too but but you know I I thought it was really interesting the whole dynamic. Uh, I thought it was funny that Jimmy Johnson, uh, another one of those you can't take it out of him, uh, when they went to his rig, on the side of his rig, it had JimmyJohnsonRacing.com. Huh. And I'm just like, it, it, you you only do that in NASCAR. But I thought it was funny that the Jeff Gordon and the Mike Joy uh, was talking, and they went in, because they did everything. I mean, it wasn't, it, they went home and talked to the actual driver. They went inside the, the cockpit, because you can have that view, too. They had rev it up where they turn, oh, that's where awesome. they turn the, the, the 
I guess the the sound up on the yeah the they cars stop talking and they want you to crank up your uh, TV yeah. yeah but they they would even during the wrecks they would say do you think he cut down a tire and I'm like I'm like guys come you on you know that's the part that gets it for me though is oh, when yeah. you treat it like real and you commentate it like real that's what that's the hook I mean that's it's what like gets me. Facebook if you follow me on Facebook that marble racing's got me I watched it yeah that that light blue one. He fell behind, and then he came back. I like the one that's like, what was it, Dragon's Breath or something? Yes. I'm like, what makes that Dragon's Breath? But, they I had, mean, yeah. They, they named every single one and of them. And then there's one that's like Nebula. Yeah. And he's pretty quick. He's pretty quick. He gets a good downhill roll. Yeah. That was – you know, I, I watched that thinking, where do they set that up that they just had a constant downslope? Well, that's the thing. I'm wondering if it's not on a table, like they cut oh. it, like did like one of those raised flower beds. And then they could just jack it. That's true. Maybe. I, I was thinking they were at like the beach and they were just it they, was going they toward dug the water. like three miles of trench and they were following it with a GoPro. <laughs> I'm just not that dedicated. I'll just be honest with you. Like I would get probably I would probably get like twenty five feet cut out <laughs> and then I'd be like Drop the marbles, just do it. It's just taking too long. Let's call this drag racing. <laughs> Let's just marble drag racing. Yeah, there you go. Did you see the corgi racing they did at a, I think it was a hockey event? No. It was the funniest thing ever no. because, you know, corgis are kind of, they're like that dog on the movie Up. Yeah, They're Kevin. They're Kevin on the movie they're Up. They're Kevin. Yeah, huh. It's Up. It's a squirrel, you know. And so it was funny because they released a corgi and every single one of them, I was pretty impressed. It was not like baby racing to where, you know, some start, some don't. But uh, it was like, it was, they knew what was supposed to happen. But at, at some point, a little feather landed in their path, and some of them took a hard 90, some of them took a 180. I mean, it was hilarious. But the one that won, I mean, he was just full out. I, that must have been the best treat ever. I have been to uh, the Ice Bears whenever they did the uh, wiener dog races. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a sight to see, especially when, like, two out of the three or four, however many they race, like, pee on the ice. And that freezes, and it stays Oh, so you got these little stains? Yeah, on the you got ice. like nice yellow spots all over the ice. So, do you ever been? I don't know how slap shot from the yellow spot. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, you peel that ice <laughs> up, and you're going, <laughs> uh, you're like, whoa, that that was not normal ice right there. No, but uh, yellow snow cone. Boom. Ah, gross. Uh, but you ever been down to the World's Fair Park or not World's Fair Park? Maybe the the Volunteer Landing where they do the little rubber duck race. I have seen that. You ever been down there? No. So when Laura was in college, I went down there one time. Dude, that's 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 next level. That's that's probably as close as East Tennessee's ever going to get to horse racing. No kidding. Dude, it's like, go, 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 go. I'm like, it's a rubber duck. It's going to do what it wants to do. They had one up in Pittsburgh sitting in uh, one of the rivers up there in Pittsburgh, a giant rubber duck. Oh, wow. Huge. And I don't remember why. But, but they, there was one up there. But they literally, I mean, and then when, when whoever wins, wins, oh, it must have been weighted. Weighted. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, I got me these sinkers on this on this rubber duck here. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what could you do? I don't really know. But this side of like a little. Depending on what the current's like, you might be able to hang something off the bottom that might catch it. <laughs> like a little impeller like a, kind yeah, of Yeah, well, like a. A like rudder? a sail for the yeah. current that might catch it and pull it. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's there's funny. some ideas out there. I think it's funny that beyond i racing, see, it's not just it's not just NASCAR that gets all out been out of no. shape. Everybody wants to be the best at something. Something. And, and so i racing just kind of spurred that up again. But but like I said, Denny Hamlin, like you could tell, I don't know if that's the only thing in that room because there's no pictures, no carpet, no TVs. It's that in a corner. Well, yeah, when they rev it up, he doesn't want it to fall off the walls. Right. Yeah, because <laughs> he's probably got subwoofers all around him. <laughs> but Denny Hamlin, I guess to get to the get to the meat of this thing, Denny Hamlin wins the race over Dale Earnhardt Jr. The another thing that I thought was really cool about this i racing league is they don't leave an opportunity to 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 make money off the table. And I don't know how much of them donated or what have you, but the sponsors paid. Oh, that's cool. Like FedEx paid Denny Hamlin. Like they paid the the sponsorship for it to be on his car like uh Filters Filters Unlimited or Filters Plus or something was Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s sponsor and it was all over the car like it was a unique paint scheme. It wasn't a he could have easily brought out the Budweiser eight, and I'd have mm-hmm. been just straight with it. Oh yeah, but uh, he brought it was blue and yellow, and it was filters, filters, et cetera. I don't know. It was some filter company, and then I watched Dell Junior download uh, like a couple days ago. You ever watch that? Mm-mm. Like it's on Motor Trend, and then it's on like uh, oh, there's a couple stations that it airs it. It's it's through his media company called Dirty Mo Media. You know, because Mooresville. Dirty uh, okay, gotcha. but uh, uh, it's a really cool. They've got a really cool studio because one, they've got all these these die cast on top of the table. They've got this big, it's it's like a, a pentagon shaped table, and they've got all these die casts laid on it, and then they've got the three mics of whatever. And it, it's Dale Jr. and he's got a co-host, and I've only watched it like three times, but I don't know his name. But then they always have a guest. Like I watched Richard Childress the other day, uh, which Richard Childress was awesome when they were talking about. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr. and Jeff Bodine getting in wrecks all the time. Like, he said, if Dale got close to him, he put him in the wall. That's, <laughs> that's how it was going to go. And if Jeff got close to Dale, he put him in the wall. That's he said awesome. that went on for like three years. I believe it. And he said, he said, did you and Rick Hendrick ever get upset about that? And he goes, we kind of did one time, and then we figured out we just owned it. We didn't drive it. And they got to figure that out between themselves on a the track. And, uh, and so – and there become like a little bit of a rivalry now. Jeff Bodine never was, he never was going to be the 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 powerhouse that no. was an Earnhardt or what have you. But he was one of those the Terry Labonte turn at Bristol. You know the the Twice. Six, yeah the the passing in the grass on Bill Elliott. I mean it's it's you know it's all those things that Dale Earnhardt Senior just wasn't going to take a whole lot of, a whole lot of flack. But Dale Junior does a really good job because being a racer, like he brought Kenny Schrader in. The other day. You know Kenny Schrader's like 117 years old? Yeah. You know how many races he plans to race in 2020? Uh, uh, none. 65. Oh, oh, I race. No, 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 no. What? Dirt. Dirt? Dirt. And uh, and small... Uh, Kenny Schrader, doesn't he, isn't he missing a thumb? I don't know. I'm pretty sure Kenny Schrader's missing a thumb. That's they, a, that's a very good global set, item. Set stuff up to, for him because he did not have that... Flangy. Yeah. But but no, he's a he's a he's a racer. He still races. He he literally just celebrated fifty years in racing. That's awesome. Good for him. Well, I mean, yeah, it's kind of testing fate, in my opinion. But but nonetheless, Dell Junior Download. There's a there's you a plug that you are not paying for. But but uh, I racing, I thought did did a lot for for me. Uh, a lot of people are hating it and saying you know it's like two hundred going two hundred mile an hour, but you're not. Do you know how many Madden 
NFL finals we've ever done. Schrader recovers well after injury to left thumb. No thumb. Wow. Thumbless. Yeah. Thumbelina. Hey, there were some awesome racers that were missing Kenny. things. Yeah. Irv- Ernie Irvin only had one eye. You, know, you only need one. Yeah. Yeah. No depth perception for NASCAR racing. Who needs that? <laughs> well, you're close enough. There's no depth to it. <laughs> you're, you're right on their bumper. Well, but anyway. But no, I... Uh, you know how many how many NFL Madden games have been broadcast on TV? Like to me, if if they were truly running NASCAR right now, would I pick iRacing over NASCAR? No, because it's not a true car going 200 miles an hour. If if I had the opportunity to go to Bristol and watch a race, or go to I don't know Tennessee Theater or the Bijou and watch an iRacing race, what am I going to do if the price is the same? I'm going to go to Bristol. Because right. you want the smell of the racing fuel. You want the, the speed. You want the the volatility of dirt on the track actually turning somebody. There's all that realistic stuff that you want. But in a, in a time and place where, you know, spring ball's canceled, spring football's canceled, baseball's delayed, you know, all the, the spring high school sports are done, there's no racing, there's no football, there's no XFL, all da-da-da-da-da. They're looking to delay possibly the NFL draft. Give me something. Yeah. There's not enough. I, I've proven there's not enough 30 for 30s to keep me a whole lot longer. <laughs> there's not a whole lot SEC stored. I watched the 150 years of college football last night rivalries and got mad <laughs> because of the ones they left off. And so I'm to the point where I need something, and I race and filled that gap for me on Sunday. It was fun because Jeff Gordon and Mike Joy were tight enough. They were funny. You know, coming around the back stretch, da 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 da. They were they were cool about that being being realistic, but then they were at the same point. They were they kind of poked at each other, saying, "Jeff, you do know this is a video game. You know, Mike, you do know this is a video game." And then they would go to the drivers, and then they had technical difficulty getting in touch with the drivers because in a in a in a span of a week, they they kind of got this off the ground. Yeah, they threw it all together. And then it was just cool to know that you know I think sometimes you look at athletes, or at least maybe I do. Maybe I just got a bad bad perception but you you see an athlete that's really great at their sport and you just expect them to be just really good athletes you think everybody's bo jackson that they can just they go can out do and it all do it all and to see jimmy johnson slide through his pit box forward backwards sideways <laughs> not know that they're on a green flag lap and 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 really just screw up every way you can i loved it because that means he's human that means he's normal yeah. and that he just had an opportunity to go 200 and he took it I'll have to. You mentioned that it was on YouTube for the, the last race. Yeah, I'm gonna have to catch it. And, and Fox Sports picked up the rest of the iRacing league schedule. See, that's that's so easy for them to get behind. And the thing is, now now I will say the rest of the league schedule is not going to have all the big time drivers. I think some of them do periodic, which they're out of work right now. So I'd say they'll race what they can. But I mean, I I think this is a a true blue league. Like I mean, yeah. this is a this is maybe a worldwide deal where they get in there and they race on the weekends and it's I mean it's money it's all kinds of things that's awesome oh yeah I'm 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 for it I'm for it I like it I want to try to catch it I, I mean well because there ain't much else on well like I said there's uh, you can there's only so many different ways I watched OJ made in America again and still like I've watched it like several the times. best thing you can do is watch his Twitter account no 
Like he talks to he talks about himself in the third person. It's great. We've got to talk about this off there, but because uh, I got really interesting opinions. But anyway, we'll talk about some more stuff on the flip side of the break. Got got some more stuff to talk about as as XFL continues to get poached by the NFL, and then there's all kinds of other sports news that I've dug up that's not readily available that we're going to talk about for the rest of this Thursday grind. But you're listening, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com, Rocky Top Sports. We'll be right back. Hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. At the Blood Partnership, we're working to keep people safe and informed about the recent outbreak of COVID-19, the coronavirus. We know that as members of the community, businesses are experiencing unexpected challenges, and we're committed to providing as much support as possible. Find business and community information on our website at www.bluntchamber.com or search for Blunt Chamber on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jeff McIntyre as we grind it out here on this Thursday edition. Jeff, talk about OJ's Twitter account. <laughs> like, 
I don't know. Like, I feel like the juice is 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 a little spent because I mean, you know, when you get his age, I mean, I don't know that it's juice anymore. <laughs> I think it's more like alcohol. <laughs> yeah, he's fermented. I just a lot, but, but I do think it's funny that uh, he he speaks in the third person when he does. Hello, Twitter world. Yes, and it it he is just he is already a cartoon character, anyways. And when he gets the comments, is where you need to go. And, oh, and those are not safe. Are for you air. are you a comment stalker too? Yeah. Laura does that all the time, and and honestly, she has turned me into one because used to I was like, oh, that's a nice picture. Oh, that's a nice comment. Oh, that's funny. But then if it's really funny. Like you just, yeah, you dig in and you find those people that go, I don't get it. Or you find those people that like take it and streak with it. I mean, like run with it. There's a lot of that. Yeah. And OJ is, uh, like, have you heard the the times OJ's actually got into it with people on the comments? I know that he has. I've, I've not caught one of his posts where he did, but I've seen almost every single one of his, his posts, the comments immediately go back and make references to the trial. Well, and, and, and I don't know if I get a text or tweet from OJ, maybe that that tells me something. But I'm gonna go ahead and blow it out there. Like there was this one guy said, "What are you gonna do, OJ? You gonna track me down? Middle of the night, me and my buddy." And it was like, oh, yeah, Lord. because OJ doesn't understand that that there's no barrier on Twitter. No, like there's no gap that his agent or his lawyer or anybody can take a hold of anything. He's at very much at risk every time he does that. And and honestly it's funny because there's some savage people out there. Oh yes. Like there there is no there and and there is no bit of armor, there is no bit of anything that you can give somebody but a social media platform. Yes. Like I've seen some people who are shoddy on on social media like they they'll then swing at anything. And then you see them in real life and you're like Ooh, not what I expected. No. Because <laughs> they're like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, their their fingers are typing way outside of their weight class. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those, like, in your mind. There's a lot of things. You ever you ever get, like, frustrated at, at a work or, or in a situation or at a ball game, and, and somebody says something, and in your mind, subconsciously, you're like, man, I wish you would, you know, or, or something like that. You know, you get frustrated, but it goes through the, the subconscious, and you go, you know what? Got my kid with me, or yeah. it's not worth that. I'm not going to jail. Da da da. Yeah, Facebook jail's like a three day vacation. I mean, you just oh, yeah. don't get all the trash for three days. Like it's not the worst thing in the world. No. Uh, my my cousin, I got a cousin. His name's uh, Phil Ford. If you ever need like somebody who's going to put trash out there every day, Phil Ford, follow him. But uh, he has been like he almost makes it a point now to uh, to, to get in Facebook jail at least once a month. And 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 he's he's a big tattoo guy. Like he's an Air Force guy, and he retired out of the Air Force. And so he spent his older days tattooing up. Like he literally, he's probably got you know maybe two square foot left. Huh? I mean, and that's all face. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm waiting on him to get a Twitter or a Facebook jail tattoo at some rate. Oh, that'd be really cool. Like come up with a number that you're like your birthday or something. So, some of the the guys that I follow and things like that, we we gave them. Like we asked them how they were doing on the inside. Do they allow visitors? <laughs> you know, what are you going to do now that you're a free man? But but OJ getting to Twitter, man. It's it's the juice is loose, and and so are anybody that want to. It's pick a at treat. It. You need to check it out yeah. if you're not already. Follow him. 
Yeah, he even he even has a little coronavirus update. He put out a couple of days. Yes, he ago. did. Yeah. Where he's wearing a mask and all kinds of fun stuff. Has he got any gloves on? Ooh, Ooh. too soon. <laughs> too no, soon. too and soon. That's just a small taste of what you'll see. Oh man. Oh, but anyway, yesterday, yesterday, uh, more XFL players get picked uh, and go to the NFL from free agency. Uh, something that was that was not only open but was actually kind of exploited when the season came to an end they yeah. made it a point to to know or to announce that this was going to happen that the, that the players are eligible uh to do this and that's the cool thing about the xfl it's always one year deals yes like it's always kind of clean and cut but so you've got pj walker kind of kind of recap he's going to the the carolina panthers they've already got they've already got a picture i'm pretty sure that's cam's body but Nonetheless, uh, that's uh, <laughs> P.J. Walker in a Panthers uniform. Jordan Tamu is going to go to the NFL. He is going to go to the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I think that's a pretty good spot for him. I mean, Patrick Mahomes isn't going anywhere, but Jordan Tamu could be a good X factor, a Taysom Hill you know, kind of yes. guy. And I think that's where a lot of these quarterback picks are going in that this isn't a guy that, that we're necessarily wanting to take a ton of reps. But in the event that somebody goes down, they can do it. Sure. Or or if things get dicey and maybe, you know, let's just say Patrick Mahomes has thrown three or four picks in a game and you just need to get him out of there psychologically, you got a guy that can go in there and pretty much run the same offense. And the thing is, is if you're using them like a hill, you know, they might already have a, a, a pulse for how the game is going, what it feels like out there. So if you throw them in the quarterback spot – Hey, the last snap when I was playing tight end, I saw them do this. Now that I'm in the quarterback spot, maybe I can get them to bite on it again. Right. You know, you, you get a different feel for bringing in somebody like that that's in the game and not cold, coming off the bench, has actually seen some stuff and has the ability to, you know, throw it, run it, catch it, whatever. Right. Yeah, none of these these next ones are, have surprised me. Dietrich Nichols is going to the Saints. A lot of the great defenses. I mean, you talk about the Renegade defense. You talk about the Roughneck defense. Even the New York Guardian defense. Uh, the D.C. Defender defense. All of those were pretty locked down. I yeah, mean, they, they were, were good. They were really nice. So, a lot of these defensive players have come off the board. Again, Nichols to the Saints. Uh, Drayvon Askew-Henry is going to go to the Giants. He's a defender. From the uh, the the New York Guardians, uh, he'll he'll head over that away. But uh, I, I think it's 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 a good option for him. Demarcus Gates, uh, he's going to sign with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, he played for the Houston Roughnecks. Kayvon Walker is going to sign with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's off the uh, New York Guardians squad. Big boy, big guy. He's a D lineman, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's he wore number ninety nine, and it was hard to see it because the jersey rolled up. <laughs> if that makes any sense, if you look him up if if that if that ain't clicking with you. Kari Lee, uh, he's going to sign with the Atlanta Falcons. He was a a he was a DC defender, tight end, uh, and and he had some some good games there. Jerron Jones going to sign with the Steelers. Uh, he he is going to have an opportunity uh, to play. Uh, he also is a d defensive guy, and he's a big boy too, number 74. Heck, yeah. Big uglies. And that's where it kind of holds up right there. But the the uh, the tight end from the Renegades, Parham? Yeah, he was going to be – I knew he was going to go because he he wasn't breaking any land speed records, 
But the dude was he's possession. A, he'd mm. catch it, and then he'd hit you, and you'd go the other way. So he wasn't going to get them separation yards. He was going to get those, I just put your face in the dirt yards. Well, he's going to get those, you don't want to hit me the next No, time. he's and huge. He's what, he, he, in my opinion, is a young, maybe more athletic Jason Witten. Yeah. Because he is he's there for you for the possession. He's going to do the dirty work. He likes to hit people, which in a lot of ways – I mean, you know, you look at you look at Jalen Hurd, you look at a lot of guys who were big bodied backs that, that made transitions to receivers and whatever. The the hiccups always been that contact. Mm-hmm. They they move to those positions because they like to, to you know, kind of break away and yeah. kind of get it going. And and the Jimmy Grams are that way. You know, there's other tight ends that are that are receiving tight ends that don't like to get hit. And and so I think the Parham, I think he's gonna go to the Chargers. Unfortunately, he doesn't know who's going to throw it to him yet. No. But uh, he's a guy who you can go option one, no good. Option two, no good par him. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's what Landry Jones did yeah. when he was playing. And then when Nielsen came in, that was, they would try some stuff, you know, downfield, whatnot. They'd try to run the ball. None of that worked. Him. Throw uh, it to him. And, and the thing is, is when it's easy, it's easy. So I'll be interested in in how he fits in the Chargers system. I think it's going to be interesting who the Chargers get because I think there's other options out there. I mean, you know, I don't know if they're looking budget build or if they want if they want a long term guy because there's still some XFL guys out there that I would take yeah. at the quarterback position. I mean, there's there's definitely options, and this is definitely the year to try to find one of those right. options. And, and, and I think there's some NFL free agents still available, too. I mean, especially with, with Cam Newton being released the other day and really crickets out of that camp. Like, there's nothing going yeah. on that I'm, that I'm aware of. So that's kind of sketchy, which may be good for a team down the road that can get him for a budget deal. Sure. But, uh, I mean, Jameis Winston's still available. I haven't heard anything about Andy Dalton or Flacco. Yeah. and Well, Flacco, I – I really expect him uh, to not make the cut. And, and the reason being is if he makes the cut, it's going to be somebody's late, I don't have a, a better option. It may be, I don't know, it may even be post-draft. And the reason being is because he quit on the it quit on the Broncos. That's true. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? He, he quit and, and basically kind of went rogue a little bit sometimes. That's why they kind of just thrust Drew Locke in there is because – Okay, if we're going to lose, we're going to lose with who's going to get us there. See, and I like that attitude. Yeah. You know, it, he better lose now. He better learn it, get that experience, throw the ball around. We know we're not going to do right. good anyways. Get it out of your system, get better from it. Like I'm I'm pretty much bipolar when it comes to to that that so I'm very much in the lose now, uh get that adversity, get that grit. Yeah. But then at the same time I was the same one that, like, with uh, Baker Mayfield was like, that's a, such a bad idea to start him week one. <laughs> because I was just like, he's going to get killed. Uh, so it's, it's, it's that ebb and flow. I, I think starting midseason, you know, you've had, a, you've had half the season to practice. I think it's, it's you have that, that mindset that we won't be bad forever. So lose now, and then you're going to be good. Because Denver, it, they, they have a history of winning. They don't have a history of losing, you know. Well, and I and I, I always tell Laura, I tell her with anything, you've got to start that curve. Yes, you can't peak, you can't start coming back down until you start. Exactly. Now, in your Baker Mayfield reference, they've always been terrible. They they they've not had that uptick. Now, granted, I mean, with Baker Mayfield, they did, 
But that being said, it was still bad. Oh man, that that would be wouldn't that be like a match made in heaven to get Jameis Winston and Baker Mayfield all in the same quarterback room? I'd love it. Like I feel like there would be no shortage of 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 snarky comments or or hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, because <laughs> when they assembled that team, my first thought was they will self destruct. If they get if they got Jameis and Antonio Brown. It'd be great. Oh my gosh! It'd be I mean, awesome. it, it hard knocks better pickums. All I can yes. say. Yes, hard knocks or any other kind of cartoon character. Make anything. Yeah, we might even just start a, a series. Put it on Nicktoons or something. We should, we. It'd be great. Yeah. Everybody Who's has to explode have, this week. Yeah, everybody has to have different color mustaches. <laughs> Which Baker? I ain't gonna lie. Dude looks creepy with a stash. Yeah, he. What was it? There was one that he said he looks like the drugged out version of Baker Mayfield and <laughs> like here's the thing like you know Ryan Blaney you know who I'm talking about oh, yeah. like he has he has perfected the dingy mullet stash game because it's it's one of those like he is on the breaking edge of I'm pretty sure he smells a little funny <laughs> but, but he's like but he's got it he's like cool about it right Baker Mayfield I'm like he wore like some trench coat to, yeah. to a thing, and I'm like, and I don't, I don't mean to be overly crude with this, but I don't know if he's got pants on. Yeah, <laughs> you no. know what I'm saying. He he's had like, that look of like, you know what, crazy guy. I just don't care. Yeah, right. I'm just gonna throw this coat on, and we're gonna go out there, and we're gonna talk. It's gonna be terrible, but I don't care because I look terrible. So right. here we go. Right, and I guess it, when he turns the corner, when you turn the corner on a mustache, you, you're you're you've committed oh yeah you've committed and the corner being the corner of your mouth <laughs> yeah it was not pleasant for the eyes but but with the xfl poaching i mean it, it's one of those deals where we we talked about it and that's that's kind of the direction we assumed it would get to eventually are you surprised that it that it happened this quick that we only had a five game sample size and that so many of these guys are getting more opportunities i think at this point if you really want somebody, you're going to have to pull the trigger right now. And the reason I say that is because with the draft coming, I think I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. When the draft happens and these teams are going to go into next season with spots that they didn't fill from the draft, these XFL guys are going to go off the table fast. And it's all and it's going to be about we they're tested. We've saw what they what they did in the XFL. We know what they're capable of and I didn't get it out of the draft. I got to get him now. And so these teams that are signing people now, I think they're anticipating that they will go after the draft very quickly. So what what do you think? And I think this happened probably midseason, well, in season because they only really got to midseason. Yeah. <laughs> of the the XFL season, but uh what do you think teams like Indianapolis think about PJ Walker? I mean, do they do they self-justify and say, "Well, the competition at the NFL level so much more?" That uh, we we still we still stand behind our situation that he was on the practice squad because unfortunately I think the NFL consistently stands behind you have to be six three to be quarterback you have to be this weight to be tight end you have to be this weight to be offensive lineman and they and yeah they they because not everybody gets invited to the the combine not everybody shows out in their one shot of a pro day. I, I'm just wondering if this might have opened some eyes a little bit and maybe put a little egg on the face of some of these NFL franchises that missed on that first go. I think the proof's in the pudding. They've got to get to the NFL and be successful. But 
I think it shows the NFL, you know, we might art we might ought to uh to do a little bit more uh, I don't know, do a little bit more due diligence or, or at least give an opportunity to some of these guys to go to to more of the senior bowls or, or give them an opportunity to go to more of a uh, because going to going to ball games, I don't know that that's a good representation. Because I'll always say you can even go to Alabama, you can go watch Alabama, and there's still scrubs that ain't gonna make it to the NFL on Alabama. They're farther and fewer between. Yeah, but like when you get to the NFL, they're all NFL players. The elite of elite, Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State. There's boys on that team that never will sniff a pro day. They'll never sniff a combine and they'll never be on a practice squad. To go back to your comment about Indianapolis, uh, I think they just – the teams like that, the, the 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 front offices, they have a short memory. I don't think they care. I, well, I, and, I, I, and I think P.J. Walker was a tough fit there to actually be yeah. their, their guy. Because until the abrupt ending of Andrew Luck, I mean, that was his team for the next – Eight ten years probably right. So I, I think PJ Walker, Andrew Luck. I mean, it, there's no more uh, oil and water situation. I think from a fan's perspective, yes, they should have a little bit of egg on their face. Yeah, they um, but from the NFL side of it, they don't care. And the reason they don't care is because now it's a feel good story. You know, you look at any of these players that have walked onto a team that for whatever reason, didn't get invited to the Combine. They didn't have their pro day or whatever. They didn't have whatever that opportunity was that got somebody in the NFL because the NFL overlooked them. Well, now they've just busted it to get on a team, and they walked on or they did something in the XFL. Now it's a feel-good story. And now the NFL can say, look at what he did. He got overlooked, and now he's the face of that franchise. Send us money. New 30 for 30. Exactly. New You're exactly ready. right. It's it's a feel-good story, and who doesn't like one? Well, that's true. you got a good point. Jeff has a lot of good points. He's here on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm a thinker. Don't forget to take the <laughs> But uh, anyway, anyway, let's take our last break of the day. When we come back, we're going to look at those, those Cam Newtons of the world, the Jameis Winstons of the world, and kind of bang around some proper fits, uh, where we think they could they could stick, where they could work, and where they could start. I think those are some key points in 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 this this latest quarterback room discussion. Is where are these pieces going to fall in? We'll talk it all on the flip. You're listening to the grind, 100.9 FM, 8:50 AM, and streaming at wkvl.com. We'll be right back. a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to donnacry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. 
This is Alex Melvin, CEO of Roll King. I want to personally assure you that Roll King and its associates are doing everything possible to provide the things you need for your family, farms, pets, and livestock. Our country has been through hard times before. We will get through this stronger than ever. God bless you and your family. From Roll King, America's farm and home store. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19. Those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit SalvationArmyUSA.org. This is Wayne Kaiser, host of Rocky Top Sports, sports radio show, The Grind. If you're looking for a way to catch The Grind, not in its normal programming, if you can't make that six to seven hour, check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. It's the hub for everything The Grind. We've got Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and of course, SoundCloud. If you miss a show, you don't have to miss it forever. Check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I swear, Jeff, if if the two and a half minutes in between each segment, if that was caught on camera or or audio, I, I don't want to say that anybody's going to be really proud, but I'm going to say that they'll be entertained. Definitely so. Definitely entertained because we talk about everything. Like we're at this last break. Full disclosure, like that's what you get with the grind. I don't have the dump button on right now. Uh, Jordan McCullough, don't call in. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. If you want to call in, Jordan, you're more than welcome. But uh, yeah, we'll put you in but line. But we are full blown realistic around here. We, we're talking about uh, positioning of gun safes in your house. Yeah, totally not sports. But we're going to get back to that right now. Uh, got about nine minutes to go till the top of the hour, Jeff. And there's some. There's three key pieces, maybe four. Let's go four. There's four quarterbacks out there that I don't know where their home is. Yeah, they and don't I, either. And I, well, nobody does at this <laughs> point. And I mean, I'm pretty sure there's back channel work going. But those four are Andy Dalton, Joe Flacco, Cam Newton, Jameis Winston. 
I don't know where they fit. I, I, I can find them all kinds of backup holes. Yeah. Because, you know, we talked about it. Like, I'll go ahead and throw out where I would put all every one of them at a backup. And then we can kind of sure. unfold where they would literally work as a starter. So if, if I was to, to put Cam Newton anywhere, I'd put him in Baltimore. That's a good fit. I like it because, you know, Lamar Jackson has the opportunity to be a one-hit wonder and, and to fold and to, to read the paper clippings and do whatever. And you've still got Cam Newton, even though with some psychological issues, that he's still a former MVP like yeah. Lamar Jackson. He has played all the way to a Super Bowl and and literally had a couple possessions that could have he could have won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh so I like that fit in a backup capacity. Now, it will his ego allow that to happen? All of that is off the table in this discussion. Uh Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston, a guy who is in a a elite club, a 30 and 30 club. <laughs> so, where would you put him that he would be in like company? You know, it, Indianapolis. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Philip Rivers knows, knows a lot about how to throw interceptions. Yeah, I mean, in or do you go the other direction and put him in a place like like Washington and put him behind, you know, Dwayne Haskins? Or do you do you put him in a place, you, you know, like like Las Vegas and you put him behind Derek Carr who has some injury issues? Well, they just signed Mariota. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. So for me, I mean, I, for a backup role for Cam, I, I, I like Seattle maybe. Seattle's not um, a bad fit. And then for Jameis, you know, I honestly, he's so erratic with his play style that you could probably stick him just about anywhere, and you just don't know what you're going to get. And I what mean, about Miami? Yeah, because yeah. here's the thing: Miami's going to draft to a tongue of Aloha. Like, it's going to happen, more than likely. And you'd probably want somebody down there that can show them how to party. Well, <laughs> Tua's from Hawaii. I think he probably knows how to show them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but that's not a bad – I hadn't no. thought that until just now. Uh, that's not a bad fit. Huh? That'd be a good one. That's not a bad fit. Or, you know, here's an easy button. Just always sling them to the Jets or something. Oh, yeah. But, that's a uh, dumping ground. Uh, so so there's there's Cam, there's Jameis. So Jameis is kind of the asterisk. It's kind of hard to fit him. Uh, you know, where, where do you want him to be? Does he go to, like, the Saints? Yeah. You know, because they, they don't have Bridgewater now. No. So how does that work? So, uh, But That'd now Andy, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is, you know, I think you've spoke it before, the Steelers is a good fit. I would fit. love to see him go to um, be the backup at the Steelers. Andy Dalton at, to the Steelers is not a bad fit. Uh, oh, I tell you, another place Jameis could could be a decent backup. Houston. Yeah, Houston. that's a good call. Houston. But uh, but but Andy Dalton to the Steelers is not a bad fit. Andy Dalton to the Jets legitimately is not a bad fit. Uh, Andy Dalton to the Buccaneers is not a bad fit because you no. get because you get a backup uh, that that's probably can take backup money. Yeah, and uh, and yet he's he's a star. He's been a starter in the NFL, and probably uh, could learn a few things from Tom Brady. I think um, so. Yeah, and then Joe Flacco, like Joe Flacco, honestly, uh, he may be one of those that's the next. Uh, he's the next Landry Jones. He's the next yeah. starter in the XFL. Uh, I I uh, and, and again, it's heartfelt comments because that's what you get here. But uh, he quit on the Broncos, so I don't think he deserves another spot in the NFL unless you want to send him to the Cardinals. And that's just because send everybody like that's the the or dumping the Jets. 
or the J E T S Jets 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 or or mm. do you send him up to the Giants to back up Daniel Jones? Yeah, you know that's the thing. It's decent it, clipboard it, holder. Wherever he goes, you have to know that he's got that personality. That if he doesn't like what he's doing, he's gonna quit on you. Yeah, you know if things aren't going well, he might just fold. So Jets perfect spot. I think the Jets. <laughs> that's a perfect spot because yeah. even their fans quit. That's so, right. Yeah, that's a jab at, at a couple people, but nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, uh, that's interesting. Or he could go to the Lions, back up Stafford. Yeah, I don't even – I mean, because he can't throw the ball forever. I don't even know who their backup is now. I don't even have a clue because Stafford always they have plays. one? Probably not. You think Billy They Bob, saved Jim that Bob roster Cooter? spot and they – Jim know. Bob Cooter was quarterback at Tennessee. Maybe he's just like, if, if, if Matt goes down, I'll go in. Yeah, could be. Never know. I With a know. name like Jim Bob, he's always ready. You know it. He's got a plan. So let's let's flip the script. Let's uh, and we'll take Joe Flacco out of this because one we don't have time, and two, like I said, I don't think he deserves to be in the NFL. So where does Jameis, Cam, and Andy Dalton start? Do is there a place for them? If if you're looking to have them start, I think the 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 first spot for probably all three of them could be Los Angeles, the Chargers, because they don't have anybody. Right. Um, another spot. And that's where I would probably put Jameis, um, Cam, probably Los Angeles. Uh, now, Dalton, I think there's a couple spots for him. Uh, New England is looking for a quarterback. That's true. That's really um, true. Flacco course, might, be a, might be a New oh, England guy. That would be perfect. I'd love to see Flacco go to New England. You know why I would like to see that? Because I could see Bill Belichick literally demoralizing him on the sideline in front of everybody. You know it would be terrible if he goes up there and he looks fantastic. Well, no, he'll have fantastic moments. That's Flacco one hundred and one. Like he's gonna throw, he's gonna have a game to where the the Ravens go, "What did we do?" And then next week, oh, that's why we. Did that's it. why we did it. That's why we did it. Yeah, I think I think Andy Dalton's gonna be a plug and play quarterback. I really do, and I think if you're if you're looking for a starting quarterback, he's your best bet. If you're looking for somebody that's gonna be a stopgap, oh yeah, there you go. That'd be a good backup spot for for Dalton or Cam Newton, I think. Not Jameis. The Packers. I don't think that they. I don't think that organization would deal with him. I think Flacco would be a good backup in San Fran too. There's another spot. Yeah. Well, and and there you go. Ooh, Jameis could go to Jerry's world. That would be funny. That would be hilarious because you know Jerry'd pay Jameis more just because you know he's a crab leg kind of guy. Yes. That'd be a good fit as a backup though, because I, I mean they got a similar play style. Big. Well, and here's the thing. Dak is with the tag. He's going to play outside his means, and I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't get hurt this year. Yeah, and I'm not trying to wish ill will on him, but I, I see him saying, "I'll show you." And, yeah, and next thing you know, he's, I, he's dinged up. I thought I saw something that said he was happy with the tag, but I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, you are to be. I'm <laughs> taking. I'm money. still holding out hope that we take Andy Dalton as a backup. Hmm. I could see Andy Dalton. Uh, I could see one of these guys headed to the Bears too. Yes. Yeah, because they need help. They need help. Mitch Trubisky, uh, and, and again, it's it's you know that that Elway, Marino, Jim Kelly draft class. Unfortunately, he's lauded in in that similar style of class. Now, do I know that Patrick Mahomes is going to be a Hall of Famer? No. Do you know that the who was the other guy that got drafted in that class? Deshaun Watson. Yep. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, and Mitch Trubisky all went in like the first you know fifteen picks, but. 
do we know Deshaun and, and Patrick Mahomes are going to be Hall of Famers? No. So I don't want to. I don't want people to think. Are you calling them Elway and Marino? No. But what I'm saying is, is Trubisky's getting a bad rap because he's not electric the way those two guys are. It's different play style, but it's putting a lot of pieces in uh, in jeopardy yeah. because they want they want the same results for for not the same output. But uh, but Jeff. I tell you, in a, in a world where we don't have a lot of sports. We get it done. We sure hit that top of the hour quick. 6.59 is on the table. Don't miss top of the hour. Jason Swain and the Swain event. And what is a block of sports right here on WKBL. But if you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care. Be safe. Wash those hands. And, yes, grind on.